Welcome to Running a Dream, the podcast presented by Luzire Board and co-host Dario Randall. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Lucire Boyd. In this week's episode of Running the Dream, we will have Bill Volmark, and we also are going to have Michelle Grossback. Bill is a real good friend of mine. He is very hilarious. He likes to run 5Ks and 10Ks, and you'll enjoy his story of his runs that he's been doing. And we also going to have Michelle Grossback, who is apparently right now in Paris, about to run the Paris Marathon. And I'm excited to hear his story for the Road to Comrades Marathon, which is in South Africa. They'll be running that in a couple of months. And I want everybody to sit back, relax, and just let you know I enjoy all of my running friends. I enjoy the relationship I have. I love all of you. And I'm glad you all are enjoying the show. And just for those that are not runners that are listening to the show, whatever your goal may be, just reach for it. You can have it. It's yours. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, everyone. Your goals. Hey, Bill. Tell us, how does this watch help you achieve your goals? sure it helps me <laughs> you're not sure I can keep are we starting are you, do you know anything about the watch are you familiar with all the started it started all right I am not familiar with very much of it that's all right we're gonna you're gonna learn a little bit at a time that's for sure I can hardly start it so Bill I see you've been doing 5k's 5K. I'd like to do a 3K, but there isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't a 3K. I heard there's a point, what's, what they call it, a 2.62 or something like that. <laughs> but you know what? I did do one 10K and almost killed myself in a foreign country. Oh, yeah. What country was that? The Netherlands. Oh, you was in the Netherlands with Michelle and, and Han. Yeah. Oh man. I was there. We had a great trip. Uh you was you was um running the dream. And everybody was cheering when he I came, came in, in and everybody was cheering for me and I was so happy. I thought these Dutch people are so friendly. <laughs> then this then this guy from Ethiopia or something went right by me and I thought, well who the heck is that? <laughs> and that was the guy that came in first place. Oh wow. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So we saw Michelle come in from the stands. So I need to know, how many races have you done so far, Bill? What the first one I did was the uh, pickerel 
the pickerel. Oh, yeah, the pickerel. The pickerel. Uh, he said, he almost said he almost said the perch. Oh yeah, I was there with you. And you were fishing. Hey, oh, I caught you caught a fish. I caught some beautiful fish, and somebody gave me a beautiful walleye that day. Yeah. That was a real good you day. Were living the dream. Oh, I was actually living the dream that day. <laughs> First we ran the dream, and then we was living the dream. Nothing like that particular weekend going over go over, going over to the um, our friend's house and having a great time yeah. with Janet Harding and everything. That was the first thing I did. Yeah, I think that's like an annual thing for us, huh, Michelle? That wasn't the first thing. You did the Detroit Half. That was your first thing. Oh, well, that was several years ago. Now, this month, we're, we're over here at Ford Field in Dearborn. And this this whole lot is going to be full you know, of people. I can't, I'm really not allowed here because I'm a Chrysler man, so uh, I'm not allowed, allowed over here in Ford territory. You know what I mean? Be a, we we won't tell anyone. Right, okay. Tell we won't tell anyone. Not only that, but then I have to live with somebody that works at that place that's in the rent center. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no so. doubt. So are you are you doing the the marsh and any of you guys doing the Martian? I'm doing the marsh Martian 5K. Okay, great, great. I've walking the 5K. Oh, hey, that's a good Unless thing. Unless I have some person next to me that's that's going to screaming at me. Screaming at or what if we put some dogs behind you? That would uh, some some rock wellers. Help my numbers, right? Yeah, that'd get you PR if we get some rock wellers on your oh, hips. So the last one I did was the auto auto show the shuffle auto show 5k or shuffle whatever they call oh it. yeah i love the auto the show cut. shuffle ah that's an awesome I started one. out i said i'm gonna it was like a nice one like this i was going to start out walking <clears throat> like this oh yeah even walking a little you know really getting into it and all of a sudden <laughs> i looked to my right just like that and there's michelle oh we're gonna run <laughs> Michelle, Michelle pushed you. Oh my goodness. Well, anyway, I had the best time I ever had for a 5K because I had my coach there. Well, this is an interesting race here. This is the starting line is about right over here, and you got to run up this hill. It starts off running up this hill for the Martian 5K. So there's a 5K at 10. And a, half and a full marathon. And a full marathon. All, you got all you with whatever you, you like to do. They have it at the Martian Run. Yeah, they have a lot, a lot of. They don't leave any money on the table. I was gonna sign up for the. What is the kitty one? The one K. <laughs> oh, they got they got a one K for the for the kids. Yeah, but you know the fear I had was. One of those little kids is going to beat me out. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be humiliating. Yeah, we we we. So we, I didn't want to do that. We don't want that happening. We got to keep your your respect up, your reputation. I got to keep the the small reputation I have. I don't want to lose it. Are you looking <laughs> oh, forward to it? Oh, and then We're last the route scoop now. Last weekend, it was what day? Whatever day it was. What day was it? Sunday. It was so cold. 
we had like a 90 mile an hour wind off of the river. Oh my goodness. And I remember. <laughs> I had been outside. It was Palm Sunday, right? Right, And right. it was cold, of course, in the morning. And the thing I said to myself, well, I'm not going to go walking today. It is too cold out there. So then Michelle coaxes me in. And I said, okay, I'll walk on the West River Walk as far as you can go to the end there just before the Ambassador Bridge. So that's not too, too much. Right, right. Well, the next thing I know, we're walking under the bridge on Fort Street. Not a human being anywhere. So cold. My face was frozen. Oh my God. I thought I was gonna die. So my suggestion is, if Michelle calls and says he wants to go for a run, don't go. Because <laughs> <laughs> he'll suck you into something Oh, else. you talking to the choir. Yeah, he'll suck you into something you else. You talking to the choir. You know it, I did a run with, with Michelle and Han in Potawatomi, in Pinckney, Michigan. And I went there. I was, my goal was to do, I believe, six, six miles. I was going to go three in, and I was going to go three out. Right. You know, I ended up doing 18 miles that day. Yeah. I kept going further. It was like, okay, I could do another mile. I could do another mile. Next thing you know, I was nine miles in. Once you nine miles in, you got to come out nine, nine miles. Nine miles back. Yeah, you don't have a choice. It was too late then. I was committed. Once you get committed, it's a wrap. Well, that's what happens when you hang around these two because... So I wasn't ready for that. I mean, I had... No, well, I wasn't ready for it either. I, my legs, when I got to the end... I know, they were... Thank God it didn't happen inside the woods because there was a trail run. But when we came out, my legs locked up on me. Yeah. And lit yeah, that's literally, Han had to drive me home that day yeah. because I couldn't, I couldn't do it. My legs were just literally cramping like crazy. If, if you only ran six miles and your friends get you to run 18, I promise you, you're going to have some pain. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what you get when you hang around guys that run marathons just for fun <laughs> you know when they want to challenge they have to do something like comrades you know and exactly and then they want to do it for 15 years in a row and get some kind of a pin that says we suckered another one in or something <laughs> They got you, huh? Yeah, they got them, boy. I'll tell you, the, the bug has got them. Oh, man, I wish I was them. They enjoying life. Says the same thing. <laughs> Living the dream. Lady just walked by. She's pushing two kids in a little bitty stroller. And they got the little cover over so the wind don't hit them. Yeah, this is Dearborn. These big, these, this, these big houses over here, this is old money right here. These houses have been around since um, Ford made the car. Yeah. <laughs> if for all those in my listening area that, that don't know, Dearborn, Michigan was the, is the home of um, Ford 
Motor Company, the headquarters. And this is where it all went down. If you drive in a car anywhere in the world, it all started right here, right next door to Detroit, Dearborn, Michigan. This was the home of Henry Ford. And we're just cruising through the neighborhood, enjoying the sights. I've got this this other crazy guy who every day on Facebook put something down for he running he ran again you know it's all about the dream it's <laughs> like you know I wish I'd wake up from this dream and get back to reality I don't know who you talking about you know, that guy is even crazier than most so are you talking about me <laughs> I, I don't mention names. I don't like to embarrass people. I think I'm the one, only one I know that puts living the dream on everything that he yeah. does. And I've transferred that over to running the dream. Because when you run in the dream, I've learned you're living the dream. Yeah. Because through running, you end up in all the different states and different countries. Yeah doing your favorite hobby that you do. You know what I mean? Like you ended up in the Netherlands doing a 5K in the Netherlands. 10K. 10K, oh yeah, my fault. I didn't I mean to downgrade it. Correct that. Yeah, correct that. Yeah, it's a 10K. <laughs> you gotta love Bill. <laughs> it felt like a 20K. Felt like a 20K. I think a 22K is a half a marathon. Is that correct, Michelle? Yep. Look at that tree there, how beautiful it looks. Man, that tree. look at that tree. That tree has to be, that's a good picture. That tree's probably older than I am. That tree has to be at probably 200 years. Man, that tree was back in slavery. That tree is literally old. I wish I had my camera up, I would be able to take a picture of it. That'll be a nice tree for for um, Strava. Oh, look at you! you. Oh, we gotta stay on pace. We don't. Just scooping the route. Oh. Oh, oh, did you put a route in? No. You put a route in your phone? Oh, okay. No, I have it on the map here. Okay, you got it on the map. Michelle has got the route of every marathon in the world. And trail. And trail and everything else. I was, I was running with Michelle over in um, Oaks Opening. And we almost got off the trail. Few, we got a few hundred yards off the trail. And we, you noticed we was going the wrong way. Remember that, Michelle? I do. It's good to have rods. So, losing your subject. So Michelle, I got me Michelle Gross back here with me. And I'm I wanna ask him some tell me his story about going to comrades and the journey to comrades and the races that you've had to do to build your body up to the strength to be able to endure that type of race, Michelle. Tell me tell me about that. Anybody can do it. If you can finish a marathon in a decent time, you don't have to be fast. You can finish comrades. 
However, unlike a marathon, you have to want to finish. If you don't want it, you're gonna drop out. Because it is a tough race. Wow. That's with everything in life. You gotta want it. We're talking 55 miles, 56 miles. The route varies from year to year, so you never know exactly how how far it is, and it doesn't matter. You're running between the cities of Peter Maritzburg in the mountains and Durban at sea level. Wow. One year you go up, the other year you go down. But maybe we can talk about we can talk about the route some other day. Right, right, we'll do that another day. So, I'm going to let this truck go by. They got a real bad muffler thing going on over here. That's what I love about this podcast. It's so organic. Anything can happen. How, how many marathons have you done this year so far, Michelle? This year? This year. I've done one, and one race that's a little longer than a marathon. Which one is that? That was on uh, King George Island. And the other one that I did, the marathon, was uh, in Phoenix. Oh, my favorite one. Between us, it's boring as hell. Oh, Phoenix is boring now? That's because you've had so much experience in seeing yeah, different landscapes just long roads not much to look at yeah long not, road not my kind of thing long road in the desert huh well i like the desert but it all goes through subdivisions and a big wide straight road for miles you're running just on the same road i like to see something that gets me excited Right, right. Nothing like seeing beautiful views while you're running. That's what I do it for. What's, what's the most... If, if you can look back at all the races you've done in your life, Michelle, which one was like epic with views that you just was like in euphoria the whole time? Oh, that's a tough question. I've run at the Seychelles. It wasn't a race, but it was... Exciting, looking at the sea, running along the water, going over the hills that are pretty steep. Most races have something that's fun. Okay. Even though I complain, they're still fun. That's good. Now, me, me and you did the New York Marathon together. That was awesome. One big party. One big party. That was an awesome VIP we we had going on. And calling it one big party, comrades is one big party too. Comrades like that also? It, It may be 55 miles, but there's people all along the route cheering you on. That's awesome. And you're not by yourself. There's... Uh, Give or take some 16,000 other idiots running 55 miles. (laughs) Now, for all those that don't know, he's talking about the Comrades Marathon, which is in 
It's held in South Africa. 56 miles is beautiful. It's very hilly. Every other year, you either go in hills going up or you go in hills, rolling hills going down. And it's between these two cities. And it started way back in the... What year did that start? I remember... It started the, in 1921. 1921. And it's been held every year since, except during the Second World War, as a living memorial for the fallen comrades, the fallen soldiers in the war. And that's still the reason why the race is there. Man, that's amazing. That's what I... That's one of the things I enjoy about races is knowing the history of them. It's so many different races and they have so so many historical backgrounds to them. It's good to hear what the backstory is on these races. Yeah, this race is, has a lot of history. And the more people you get to know, the more history you get to know. Yeah, the more you get sucked into it. <laughs> yeah, when I saw, I looked on YouTube. If, if those in my listening area, go to YouTube and look up Comrades Mar Marathon and see the story behind it. It's an awesome documentary on how that race started and how it went through World War II and everything. And how the two people started that one race. And it just caught on over the years. Now they have... How many people run that race now? What's about 16,000. 16,000 people running 56 miles or 55 miles, depending on what year it is. And they're from all over the world. And you have to get in that race because it will sell out on you. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, an American woman won the race. Won the women's race. That's awesome. I believe it was the South African that won the men's race. <clears throat> what well, what was the time? Well, you get 12 hours to finish. Is it 12 or 13? Uh, 12 hours. 12 hours. Okay. Then they close the gate and you're Ooh. out. So if you if you're running 56 miles and at 11:59 you're not cross that finish line, they don't let you cross, huh? You're out. Man. It's a pretty dramatic moment. It got to be a lot of year. crying. It has to be a lot of crying going on. But the first person not making it will be live on television. Sorry, that's, that's when the dream ends. <laughs> I still got Bill with us. <laughs> with his funny two cents. He, he, got, he got a little, a little jokey joke every blue moon that comes out of him. Yeah, if you're running for 12 hours and you get to 11 hours and 59 minutes and 59 seconds and you're not across that finish line, yeah, you won't be running the dream anymore. Doing all of that time, all of that. The winner, though, will finish in under five and a half hours. Oh, my man. Under five and a half Let's hours? Figure out what that pace is. Goodness. Most of us... We'll walk, we'll run, we'll walk, we'll chat. But the winners, they will run all the way. What's that, what pace must you at minimum be on to, to finish that race? 
Uh, well, that depends on, on what, the, what the distance is of the year. But somewhere around 8 minutes per K. 8 minutes per K. Okay, so that's about 13 minutes a mile. Okay, cool. Wow. That is very interesting. So, yeah, before you go, you want to prepare. Um, rule of thumb for mortal runners like me that are just struggling to make the finish line in time. <laughs> you run a few marathons before as a training run. And, yeah, you do a few long runs. Maybe two hours, three hours every day in the weekend. Get used to running on tired legs. You have a. Uh, you do some speed work too, still. Absolutely. Because speed is, speed is good. Absolutely. There's a there's a race coming up. Two oceans is coming up soon. Is that this coming weekend or weekend after this? Man, I was drooling with FOMO this weekend. <laughs> Because it's always Friday before Easter. Oh, and you weren't there this and year. I wasn't there. Oh, that that oh, had to be. All hurt. my friends are there. Oh my goodness. Hold on, guys. I think we turn left here. Well, we can skip that, but you go make a little loop there. Okay. All right. So. Two oceans, how many mile marathon is that one? That is 35 miles. 35 it's a, miles. It's a baby ultra. It's a baby ultra, okay. Now, do you have to swim in each of the oceans? Now, Comrades has the prestige, and has the history. Absolutely. Two oceans has the beauty. No doubt. Because no doubt. It's, at some point, Comrades is, is pretty, but nothing like the oceans. Okay. So two oceans is very beautiful here. That's how I got started. I was gonna do one marathon and one only. So I did it somewhere fun. Cape Town. Cape Town. South and then you hear, oh, but there is a bigger race. <laughs> it's called Two Oceans. Are you oh. gonna look at it? Nah, I'm done with this running. Yeah, but that looks gorgeous. Maybe I want to run there. So you start looking at it. Oh, look, there's something called Comrades. Nah, that's crazy. 55 miles. I'm not built for that. You do two oceans and it starts to itch that maybe I should. Maybe I can. And then you do. You find yourself at the starting line. So now I know. I need to prepare and... Next weekend is my next training marathon. Just run easy, run slow. Now, where will you be running next weekend? That'll be in Paris, Paris, France. The Paris Marathon, wow. That should be real nice. Maybe I'm most looking forward to meeting all my friends. Friends from California, bunch of people from Michigan. We're all gonna be in the same plane. Awesome. I'm gonna make a big party out of it. You know that. And some right. other people from wherever in the world that I'll be meeting. I don't have time to run the damn marathon. I have friends to meet. <laughs> so the marathon is just a reason to go meet more friends around the world, basically. <laughs> yeah. 
so the day before the marathon they have what they call a uh, breakfast run so that goes along the sand river everybody from wherever they are brings their, their country's flag and make their selfies and make new friends and then when you're done there's breakfast they cryptically describe it as a typical French breakfast what is a Some, typical French breakfast? to me that would be coffee and croissants mmm sounds good coffee and croissants right under the Eiffel Tower oh my goodness yeah, that will. And then you keep your feet up because, yeah, you still need to run 26 miles the next day. Even though you don't have to do it fast, or at least I don't have to do it fast. Because it's just a training run for you. It's a training run. You don't have to and, do it. And, you know, South Africans run a lot of marathons as training runs. Difference is that a marathon there is like 10 bucks or so. It's only, 10 it's only $10 to run a marathon? It's really cheap. Wow. We're if paying. you run a marathon here, you're paying more than $100, so the training marathons add up a little bit. Right, right. Plus, you're on a nice little vacation. How long are you going to be in uh, Paris next week? Well, I really went there. I, I didn't want to go, but uh, my high school friend is going, and I wanted to support her in her marathon. Okay. So that's the prime reason I'm going. <laughs> But I'm just flying in Thursday and come back on Monday. Okay. It's going to be a really short trip. Wow, that's, yeah, that's very short. Now I know the city pretty well because I live, what, five hour drive away. So I've been there. I've been there a few times. <laughs> it's not your first rodeo. No. Well, I'm sure you'll be doing that marathon more in the future also. Um, You've done it a few times already. We are way off track. Bill! Hey, Bill! Bill, Bill you running the wrong way! I know. Now what? And Big Park is all about the socials. Bringing your friends along on a little fun run. Having a nice chat. Absolutely. Look at the running itself. Nah. I, you know what I love about running, Michelle? I like when we go eat after the run. <laughs> like when we go to Ann Arbor and do our heel training. And we are going to eat somewhere afterwards. Yeah. Great, great. That'll work. I think today we're going to have Middle Eastern food. Oh, that sounds good. How you guys doing? Good, good. Yeah. Are we going to go to um, Cedarland? Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite places. We're going to stop at Cedarland and grab a bite after we get through with this exercise we're doing right now. <clears throat> so even though it's just a short, uh, for sure, just a training run and a short weekend, I'm pretty excited about it. Wait, am I excited about running? Did I just say that? Yes, you did say you were excited about running. Well, I guess it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> you you can try to hold it back if you want, but I know the truth. I know Michelle is a runaholic. Ever since you took me to 
Um, what's that name of that place we went to? Oaks. No, Oaks oh. Opening. We. That was a little adventure. Man, that was more than an adventure. When you start getting off the beaded path and start, when we first started and you went down that hill and we had like six inches of snow that was untouched. And I was like, oh my goodness, what did I fun though, right? Yeah, we snow. had fun. We had a ball. I'm glad I brought all them little boiled um, potatoes. Those boiled potatoes got me through and helped. I picked that up in South Africa because... That's your race food, what you get along the route. Along the route. Okay. And they're delicious. They have a, they have age stations every mile on that route, or how does that yeah, work? Yeah, about every mile. At, at Comrades, okay. And, and, and the age stations are like 300 yards long. <laughs> well, it was funny. You was telling me that on the age stations, they have Coca-Cola. Yep. <laughs> Coca-Cola and cream soda. Ooh, oh man, I the love cream, cream soda. soda. Oh my god. I don't really like it, but it's the best on the route. Oh yeah? And absolutely it's wonderful. Interesting. More than Coke, that, that gives me a boost. Okay. That little caffeine. When eating on the route is always my biggest problem and I think You're not good at eating while you're running? No. That's one, of, that's, that's one of my specialties. <clears throat> I can eat and run. I, got, I think I got a cast iron stomach when it comes to eating and running. Well, you got to teach me how to do that. You just got to. it's all genetic. Huh? Yeah, maybe it's genetic, but I can <clears throat> grab me a, a protein bar and start chewing on it, running. I remember doing the free press marathon and at mile eight on the Lodge Freeway. I just grabbed one of them wafers, them stingers, and I just started eating that and spent like a half a mile having lunch on the freeway. Yeah, with some luck, but at eight miles I can still eat. Okay. But a little bit beyond that, then it's over. Now I notice... If I go slower, it gets easier. Right. Depending on the gel, the gel has to be very thin, like stingers, the honey gels. Because when I get in my high teens, it's hard to it's hard to swallow. They keep wanting to come back up. So I noticed that if I have that particular gel stingers, I know I'm okay. And comrades, afterwards, anything's hard to swallow. I guess it's the dry air I keep breathing through my mouth or right, something. Right. It's just painful to just swallow. Wow. So you have to wait t for a few hours before you can get no, those muscles? No, I need to get something in me. <laughs> you say we'll you just have out. to tough it out, huh? Get it in you but anyway. But it is painful. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. And also, this year is going to be downhill. Okay. painful, too. Nice. It's more painful than running uphill. Nice. But Paris first. And after Paris, we're doing Las Vegas. Yes, I'll be there at Mount Charleston doing Vegas, getting my PR with you. I'm looking forward to that. I'm not running that one fast. Yeah, I know. That's another training run for you. <clears throat> for me, it's going to be a PR to see how my vegetarian diet changed and all this core exercise I've been doing and stuff. I'm expecting. Because I've changed up a lot since 
since then. Since our last marathon out of, out of the city. We had fun in Chicago. We're doing fine. Right. We had fun in Chicago marathon, man. It was just burning up. Yeah, see, Chicago. That's <laughs> another big city for me. Oh, yeah. Not my thing. Not your thing. In Las Vegas, the first half is gorgeous. Running through that ravine and going down. Right. I've seen pictures of it. Just so happened I was in Vegas um, two months ago. So I got to see a little bit of Vegas. But I didn't go over to where we were running at. But at least I know how to area kind of works i learned how uh, to I've, I've driven there out of curiosity oh, yeah? to see where the route is oh okay so when you <clears> got to vegas i, I was uh, for a conference in vegas now so I, I did a bit of running in red rock oh nice canyon which is nice. really nice and nice i just drove up there yeah, that was a good idea that was a very good idea are you staying on the strip um, Hans arranged something. Okay. So I have no idea where we're staying. <laughs> All right, that'll work. Just get there. Get there, run, get it done. Get it done. Get her done. <laughs> this weekend was 10 weeks to comrades. Okay. So we're in the peak training and you need to do most of your miles. March and April. March and April. And May. Yeah, a couple of weeks and then we start the winding down to the big day, June 10. How is the taper? I mean, a, a taper for a 56 mile It's a race. serious taper. Okay, it is. Okay. You can still do, if you do a lot of speed work and, and quality work, you can do that until maybe the last week. But your long runs, 70% first week, uh, three weeks out. 50% two weeks out in the last week and you don't do anything anymore. Okay, last week just leave it all alone. Okay. Maybe go out for a two mile or a three mile but okay, just that's nothing in, in comrades terms. Right, right. That's like walking. Okay. <clears throat> well, thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate well, you. I've got to check in later. See how Paris went down? Oh, you Four know. Four flat tires, it's, and then... It's going down like what, <laughs> Michelle? Four flat tires. <laughs> and we can talk some more about comrades. I like talking about comrades. Oh, yeah. I, I expect to learn a whole lot about that, because the Before goal... you know it. I'm going to be there. I'll do two oceans first. That'll be a good... 50th birthday party is two oceans for me next year 2019 whoo what a beautiful day okay so I saw something about two oceans you saw something about two oceans and I was on Facebook and I was on John's post are you still taping? <laughs> yes, I am. 
So he's shared his relief. Oh, his relief. I, I love that app. I just downloaded that yeah. app a couple weeks ago. So this is the relief. Oh, let me see the relief. To oceans. He has some pictures at the start. Looks like any other start. Right. Ah, <clears throat> oh, man, that's beautiful. And this is early in the morning when it just starts to get light. Okay. Not too interesting. And here it gets beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Look at that ocean side. Oh my goodness. And you cross over to the next ocean. Oh, that's how it works. And there you go. Look at that. Chapman speak. In. In. I thought this just in. looks. Man, really I love the way the, the landscape looks so beautiful. It is beautiful. Look, is it, And that's the finish line and yes. the start line. So they're not directly together. Right. How many miles was that apart? Uh, two miles or two so. Two miles or so? Okay. Which is eternity after you're just done. <laughs> the oceans. Yeah. Those two hills in, oh in the last. You got to walk back? Nine miles or so. Oh my goodness. I didn't realize that. That's, I, you know, that's awesome seeing that. Uh, no, they have a shuttle. They have a shuttle? Okay. And it depends where you park. Okay. Well, I'm parking with you guys. <laughs> I'll be right there with you guys. Well, this is an awesome episode of Running the Dream. I really enjoyed talking to you guys and um, being on this adventure through Dearborn. And I'm going to let this be a wrap. And all you out there in my listening area, I'm going to introduce the next person that I'm talking to.